welcome back to episode 115 of Talk of Fame podcast with their host, Kylie Montini, and so excited to have on actress, motivational speaker, best-selling author, girlpreneur, and voice actor, Ariana Fox. Thanks so much, Kwan. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So you have come out with three books called The Princess Chronicles, Now Your Average Princesses, False Awakening, and Slippery Black. What inspired you to write these books and what do you want people to take away from them when they read it? Yeah, absolutely. So the first book, um, I was inspired to write that when I was about four years old and I thought to myself, I want to be an author when I grow up. And I, I told this to my, you know, I told this to my parents and they were, instead of saying, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, we'll figure that out in a few years or whatever. They were like, wait, why, when you grow up, why wait? Why not start now? And so because of that, then at around six and a half years old, I decided to start writing. And so I wrote The Princess Chronicles um, because I wanted a children's book for young people, especially girls. To, to learn important things that a lot of times young children are not learning, like, you know, uh, manners and, mm-hmm. and being polite and important qualities like teamwork and trust and honesty and friendship. And so I wanted to sort of use these princesses as a way to say, hey, not every, nobody's perfect, not even these princesses. They still have to learn. And that's why it's called Not Your Average Princesses, too. Um, and so that was that. And then I, I got much more into novel writing and so at around goodness so that was published at around 10 years old and then around 12-ish is when I started writing and and also finished um my book False Awakening is it a dream or reality and it that is a sort of a story about um this man who is in a dream within a dream within a dream and he joins a rebellion and fights against an evil tyrant so it's a sci-fi young adult well it's really for anybody um but it's a sci-fi novel and uh it's kind of like if you take the matrix and inception you put them together but the thing that inspired me for that was uh mainly actually lucid dreaming i was looking up lucid dreaming on a site and i thought to myself you know oh this is so cool and then i learned what an actual false awakening was which is basically when you're asleep and then you think you wake up but you're actually not waking up it's just a dream of you waking up so i thought that was a really really interesting idea my parents were like you have to write this as a book and i'm like okay i will do that um then shortly after, at probably about 13 or so, uh, I started writing my next book, which is Saber Black. And um, and so Saber Black is a uh, young adult fantasy slash sci-fi um, about a girl with wings um, where living in a world where everybody has wings and the good guys are called Sarahs and the bad guys are called Sendars. But the thing is, the main character... She is born a Sendar, but fights for the Sarahs. So is she good? Is she bad? Is she both? That sort of thing. Um, so she has to find, you know, who she should fight for and her identity. And I think that's a really big uh, topic amongst uh, people these days is, is what should I be fighting for? What should I, you know, be, what should I be supporting? What should I, you know, what do I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what made you kind of passionate about like what girl empowerment and all those things and kind of writing about it? 
Well, um, you know, I am of the opinion that, uh, you know, everybody should be empowered and I'm always trying to inspire people no matter what, no matter who. And so uh, ever since I was young, that was just a, a big, big passion of mine is just to inspire people um, no matter what. And so I, I that's kind of along the lines of when I said I wanted to be an author, I also mentioned, OK, I really want to inspire people. And so the problem was when I was younger, I just did not have a lot of an opportunity to be able to do that I didn't know a lot of people to inspire um and the people that I did know I'm just like no they would they don't need inspiration and so it took a very 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 long time until it, it became uh it came to fruition and went around um I, I would say probably about 12 or so years old uh when my my parents woke me up one morning they're like what if you became a motivational speaker? And I'm like, that's perfect because that culminates with the passion that I had. So yeah, absolutely. I've always loved to inspire. That's amazing. Like how has like your parents really impacted like your journey in terms of motivational speaking, writing books and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. They have, oh my goodness, they have inspired so, so much uh, and supported so much. Uh, I think that I definitely wouldn't have gotten to where I am right now if not for them. Um, they were the ones who told me why wait and blew my mind away because I thought you had to wait until you were 18 or 21 <laughs> to do what you wanted to do. <laughs> and so they blew my mind away at that. But then, you know, it's just amazing. Um, they, with my writing, uh, they loved, you know, they loved hearing my writing when I wanted to share it. Uh, but they also provided good constructive criticism and, you know, and, and helped me become better in my craft. I love that. Like how long did it, um, take for you to kind of like write your books and everything like that? Because I know it takes like a long time to like kind of write your books. So I was wondering like, how long does it usually take for you to write the books? That's a great question. Um, I would say it depends on the book because The Princess Chronicles took me very a very, very small amount of time because it's just a children's book, probably like a few weeks or a month. Um, but but the false awakening, that took me probably about a year. Um, that I wrote it, I started writing it when I was around 12 and published it around the end of the year, I think. So just only about a year, but Saber Black took me a while. That took me probably about two or three years, I think. Um, and, uh, and so that, that took me a while because it is actually a very big book. Um, it has a lot, a lot of pages, but it's, it's a very, um, it just depends on how long you, you take to work on the plot, how long it, it takes to write it. Um, how long the book is going to be, you know, um, I, I actually have another, uh, I have been featured actually in, in two anthologies. Um, I actually have them both with me. Uh, I don't know where the, yeah, I don't know where the other one is, but um, I am in a, a really, really awesome anthology called Young Changemakers. And uh, that is by Christy Maggio. Uh, and it's a wonderful book about all kinds of different people uh, who are young and who are, well, change makers and they're doing great things and um, and different articles and stuff like that uh, that uh, we have written. And then also the other one is behind me on this bookshelf full of classic books, but I have um, I'm also featured in the uh, what is it? The 32nd volume, I guess, of the uh, MX book of new Sherlock Holmes stories. Uh, which is an extremely, extremely cool anthology for people who are into uh, Sherlock Holmes and uh, and wrote pastiches, which are basically copying the style 
of the um of the original author of Sherlock Holmes, which is Arthur Conan Doyle. So I got I had to research a lot. So that one took me probably about a month because I needed I had a very very hard deadline for that. Uh, but I needed to uh actually probably less than a month. It was from around December twentieth to January tenth ish, so around that amount. Um, but I needed to do a lot of research for that. So it just depends. Uh, I would say to any author, it depends on. Uh, first of all, if you do have a deadline to submit it, like for both of the anthologies I did, whereas for my regular published books, it was a little bit less of a of a deadline. Um, if you, and then also the other thing is if you, uh, how much time it takes to come up with the storyline, the characters, um, you know, and then you'll always have that part in the middle. Uh, mm -hmm. I was just telling this to an acquaintance of mine, um, that she was like, oh no, help. I don't know what to do. I've, I, you know, um, I feel like I'm not feeling my, my book anymore. I'm not passionate for it anymore and, and stuff. And she's like, I want to fall in love with my story again. And I told her, well, everybody, you know, uh, has these moments and especially towards the middle where it gets really hard and mm -hmm. it is really hard to write your book around that, that point. And so it's important to just push yourself and you will eventually come to love it again. But yeah, sometimes it, 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 it takes, well, it takes a lot of the dedication and determination to write a book. So to any authors who are listening or any want to be authors who are listening, you know, don't give up even mm -hmm. when it, when it feels exactly yeah like I've been like writing a book since like early this year January and I'm like hadn't that I only wrote two chapters and I'm like okay well I'm like I don't have the motivation to kind of write like I'm working on it but this like to figure out what I want to talk about and what I want to do is like the hardest part to write like I'm always like get stuck in what I do like how did you kind of find the courage for that like kind of get like find motivation in what you're doing yeah, I love that question. And it's funny because in the uh, in the there's a there's a very popular teenage writing community in Instagram. And um, and so I am slightly a part of it, not entirely because I don't have a solely writing account, which makes me a little bit off from the rest of them. But it, it's um, it's really interesting because I get to look at the inner workings of that community. And it's funny because a lot of the authors there, they're great people, they're great writers. But a lot of them talk a lot about uh, inspiration and motivation and, oh, I don't have the motivation to write this or write that. And I just remember thinking to myself when I saw those, like, okay, but if I didn't write what I didn't have motivation, then I wouldn't be published right now. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's not about having the motivation. Sometimes you have to make your own motivation. I know that's easier said than done, mm -hmm. but a lot of times that's what's necessary if you are trying to write this book and you just or or do whatever it is that you want to do and then you feel like you just oh I don't have any inspiration or motivation to do it either you know force yourself to keep writing or work on another important aspect like the plotting or the characters or develop a backstory do something else that's important for this story or you know or if you have been working yourself too hard and then you're feeling this burnout then it is important to take breaks for sure mm -hmm. but you know I just think that I think that it's just a good delicate balance um if you're working too hard then take breaks but if you're not working at all because you feel unmotivated then I'm sorry to tell you this but it may never come you yeah. know the motivation may never come and you know and then you'll never write your book and I want you to write your book and so you know I just think that it's really important to recognize that you have to make your own motivation sometimes and just continue mm -hmm. on even when it doesn't feel like a piece of cake. 
Yeah, and so you have created your own business called Big Ideas Kid Coaching. Can you tell us more about like, what the business is about? Absolutely. So when when that one night or morning, actually, when I was 12 years old that I told you guys about when my when my parents said, hey, what if you became a motivational speaker? Um, that was right around the time that we decided, ooh, we should make this a business and do something with this, not just be a motivational speaker, but have a business to inspire people on a professional level. And that's kind of exactly um, what we ended up doing because my parents are business owners as well. We, we've been, we've had a family business for many, many years, ever since um, my daddy was working at a, uh, a news uh, paper publication as in the graphic design area. And then the entire graphic design department got bought out by this big company that was um, taking over. And so basically tons of people were out of jobs and including my daddy. So we were like, okay, what do we do? Let's just take a leap of faith and start our own business. And so that they, my, my parents started a graphic design business um, to help other entrepreneurs and business owners um, to, you know, to get their graphics and their logos, websites and social media and all that kind of stuff. And we still have that going today. So because of that happening ever since I was young, uh, we've always just kind of had an entrepreneurial mindset. So when my parents suggested being a motivational speaker, it was a perfect idea to kind of join that with the entrepreneurship aspect. So Big Ideas Key Coaching in its simplicity is a business to inspire people on a professional level. This includes motivational speaking, coaching for kids, um, the books that I write, and any other way that I can. Yeah, I love that. And so like along with like what you said before, your kind of mission is to give a positive impact upon others and help them rock their lives to a maximum potential upon their upcoming kid renewers goal for the interaction to their kids. Um, why do you think like it is so important to show that in like today's society and our generation? That is an awesome question. Um, I would say that it's really important because there's so much negative um I how do I say there's so much negativity these days in 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 the youth in teenagers and adolescents and uh even kids there's so much negativity being pushed and promoted over and over that I want to influence people positively you know there are always these these songs that are becoming popular that are that are about you know very negative concepts instead of things that are actually inspiring and uplifting Mm -hmm. you know and um, and there are you know and there are people role models that kids look up to that are celebrities that in my opinion are not very good role models they do Mm -hmm. they're you know they're not people that you should be looking up to and so you know what I kind of want to do is be a positive role model for people you know kids look at other kids and they say "Ooh, they're doing this and they're doing that so if people can look at me and say wow she's written three books and she's a girl entrepreneur and a motivational speaker and a voiceover actress and an actress and teen influencer and all that at 16 years old but I can wow I can do anything you know what's stopping me and so I want people to be able to to really see that and you know I want them to be like I said positively influenced as opposed to being just caught in the in the swirling whirlpool of negativity that there is out there so yeah exactly and that's the most important thing and I've been like at only 16 years old I am basically doing all these things that really no other teenage girls our age are doing like do you see like obviously there's many people 
they are doing amazing things like being a voice actor or creating their organizations and stuff, but they're like in their late 20s or 30s or whatever age they are, and they, you really see young girls our age really creating their businesses. And like I exactly. started this podcast at 14 and created my organization at 15. So it's like like you like to see like other girls um our age really creating an impact and being positive role models is seriously the best thing in the world. You're so right. I love that. It's and, great to meet a kindred <laughs> and so you have created Teen Topics Radio Show. Like, what kind of led you into starting a show? Well, that's a really good question. Um, I created that originally. Yeah, originally when it was a radio show, actually on the radio, there was a um somebody that we knew, um, that uh was able to kind of host the back end of having a radio show and I could be kind of like the front end host so I started teen topics when it was on air and then um a while later a lot of things happened with that and uh and just the person who was hosting back end was not really doing the best job so I was trying to figure out okay what what do we do there's a guest coming up you know next next month and um you know and I want to still have them on and not tell them oh I'm sorry we're not doing this anymore so I let it let it into an Instagram live I had no idea how that was going to go because I had never done one before um and uh and so I did that and it worked out really really well so for many many months after that I did uh Instagram live teen topics and it was it was phenomenal but what it is is essentially a way that you know, just like how it's basically like what's going on right now, you know, how you're interviewing me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I would be doing with other other amazing kids and young people who are um, just doing great things. So I would ask them questions about what got you into this and what would do that. And just let let the spotlight fall on them because there there are so many amazing people um, that are doing some wonderful things, just like yourself. Like if, if you know, if I still had it going, which we don't because there are a lot of our life is very hectic um and i'm doing a lot of other things but if i did still have it going you would be one of the next guests for sure you know it's amazing to to see you're welcome but yeah no um it's a it was great and it's still a lot of the episodes are still available on my instagram which is cool but yes um that's that's what started it and yeah it's it's amazing like what i feel like guests like what guests have you had on a podcast like on a radio show either like when you were recording in the studio or on instagram live yeah definitely um i've had a lot of great people had a few uh, young actresses I had um this one person who was extremely cool she actually lives here in in Delaware and uh and she does let's see ballet opera singing uh she does oh she plays flute and piano and all kinds of other things and so very very musically gifted so um she uh, so I had her on, and then also I had uh, several business owners on, a few adults as well, um, a lot of entrepreneurs and young kidpreneurs. There, there's a big community that not a lot of people know about of kidpreneurs, and mm-hmm. so I had a lot of those on. I had one that um, she sells uh, slime, I think. I had like to play with. I had another uh, entrepreneur on who had um, some. Let's see, what was it? Um, let's see, who oh did a little fashion boutique thing and I had one guest on who was phenomenal he he was a he's actually uh, our age as well but he had a a piece like a little tiny percentage of a stock of Disney and now he is going he is going everywhere with things he is an entrepreneur um and he's doing some some great 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 stuff he got to meet uh Gary Vaynerchuk 
not too long ago. Um, yep, and and uh, is doing some some things over. I think maybe overseas. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, I I just I love seeing. It inspires me so much to see other kids and teens who are doing phenomenal things. So absolutely, um, all of my guests are just. I mean, they're amazing, and I just want to give them all all the props in the world because they're mm-hmm. they're wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. Like to see someone like like so young and already crushing it like it's so like it's so amazing to see other people our age crushing it because it's very rare to see people very young already crushing in what they do exactly I totally agree and so like what can we like expect from you in 2023 oh good gracious um well, uh, hopefully many more voiceover work. Um, I know we didn't really touch into that too much, but um, I've done a lot of voiceovers that I'm really, 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 really um, honored and blessed to say I've done um, for things from um, like Taco Bell, uh, Old Navy, Amazon, Plato's Closet, and um, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, Mary- Marriott Hotel, I think, and Sky Zone, plenty of other things. So it's been it's been such a phenomenal journey. And, you know, even doing the video games uh, that I've done as well, it's just, it's it's extremely fun to do voiceover work. And I cannot wait to do more of that next year mm-hmm. for sure. Um, hopefully I'll have written or published another book. We'll see where things go because, you know, I'm because of everything else, it's kind of, you have to juggle it. But um, I do have two things in particular that I am sort of working on and we'll we'll see which I I I keep telling people we'll see which which uh finishes the race first which hits the finish line first um and then um also hopefully learning more languages I am a huge language enthusiast I love languages uh I taught myself uh Spanish and then ended, ended up getting a uh um, certificate of fluency with McGraw-Hill University. So that was really, really fun. And then uh, right now I'm actually learning Scottish Gaelic in the hopes that next year I can be fluent and I can actually um, uh, speak at in a ba- very big event in Pennsylvania, actually, called uh, a MOD, um, which is a um, big event where a lot of people speak Gaelic. So really, really exciting. Um, just trying to keep doing what I'm doing now and keep inspiring people. That's really the whole goal. So if I can do that more in 2023, then that, that's it for me right there. <laughs> me and you both. Like, that's the most important thing is obviously, like, keep doing what you're doing. It really grows a person. Like, you don't go far unless you really grow and working hard at your things. I agree. 100%. And so... Yeah, and like I wanted to talk to you. Like, you are a national award winner with acclaimed National Federation of Press Women and multi award winner with the Delaware Press Association. Like, what was like your reaction to receiving those awards? Um, honored, <laughs> uh, absolutely honored because I think that, um, you know, it's amazing. Most a lot of these actually, I think both of the ones that you just mentioned are ones that are mostly for adults. So, you know, I think that for I either either one or but I believe it was both. I was probably the one of the youngest award winners. In fact, one of them I know for certain because I um, took a picture with the one who was the oldest award winner there. And he's oh, my goodness, what a legend. I hope he's still doing OK. Um, but yeah, it was it was so fun. You know, the youngest and the oldest. But no, I um I was just so honored and so blessed to be able to have that, you know, that have those awards. And, you know, it's to me, it's less about having awards and more about, you know, um, about the recognition that it's so sweet that people, you know, see what I'm doing and see that I'm, 
you know, uh, trying to inspire people. And, and I think that that's just so heartwarming to me. Um, and then my, one of my favorite ones was actually, um, I, I won the, uh, Youth on the Rise Award for Achi. Um, it's a really, really cool uh, organization called Achi Awards. And uh, one of the reasons why I mentioned it is because I, for that one, I actually got to do a speech. So I got to kind of transform that into a little bit of a mini motivational speech. And that was really fun. So um, yeah, any way that I can, you know, uh, continue that thing I was telling you about of motivating and energizing, I think that that's kind of the, the biggest goal there. So if I can do that by saying, hey, I have these awards at 16 years old, I had them actually around more like I had them also around 15 or 14, then, you know, what's stopping you? So yeah, yeah. exactly. And so like, I want like the final question I have for you is what is some advice for people who are just kind of starting out in industry that kind of want to make a difference? Uh, could you repeat the question? People who are starting out that want to like make a difference? Oh, make a difference. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I would say that, first of all, um, I'm glad that you want to. Do not let anybody or anything put out that fire. Keep going and keep pushing. And don't give up. That's a big one right there. Never give up. This is another thing that is unfortunately easier said than done. I have had experience, however, in wanting so hard to give up on something, but then realizing, you know what, I shouldn't, you know, and my parents helped me realize this as well, you know, that that it's important to to never, ever give up on what it is that you love doing. And so I say that even when things get hard, which they will. I am going to tell you that because I am not one of those rainbows and sunshine people. I do like to tell you practically that it will get hard, but when it does, don't give up because it is so worth it to stick through it to the end. And that's another thing is, yes, it will get hard and you will have to work hard for it. You know, that's a big thing because a lot of people these days are being told that that they can just be handed success on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're getting. That's the the vibe they're getting from uh, even celebrities these days. And it is just, it's not, you know, it's, it's not true. A lot of the celebrities are saying that, but they actually had to work hard for it. So, you know, remember that nothing just gets handed to you. You're not entitled to anything. Just remember that, you know, you do have to work for what you, what you want and it is worth it. Exactly. It and like, even though you have to like, you like if you want to make it out in it and it's especially in entertainment like you have to work hard to get where you are because this industry is so hard to be in trust me and I worked hard to the point where I can't sleep at night like that's where to the point where I can't like it's just like even though you are working hard and you might think like oh my god this is I'm not going anywhere trust me that's just part of the process you're not going to only be yes famous overnight trust me that's why I had learned like I thought I was gonna be famous or something be big overnight and that was like that was hard for me to realize like I want to have a platform I want to be known I want to talk to new people like I just like it's like you, it just takes time to realize that like it, things don't happen overnight but they if you work hard enough you will get there exactly I love what you just said it's like that, you know the old saying says Rome wasn't built in a day like mm -hmm. you know things you know things just aren't that you, you don't you don't get overnight famous it reminds me of this one um 
little little like picture slash illustration that I saw that it, it had an iceberg. And you know how they always say that that like I believe seventy percent of the iceberg is underwater and thirty percent is seen. So you know it it had a picture of an iceberg from both angles, from up top above the surface and below, and it had the thirty percent up above, and it said you know success and um and fame and all that, and below it it said you know uh, sleepless nights and you know working hard for hours and all that kind of stuff. It's like what people don't see is all the hard work that it took to get to where you are. They just see the success and the fame. So don't, you know, don't be discouraged when you see people that are either your age or, um, you know, or even just people in general that are succeeding and being amazing. I know that some people get inspired by seeing uh, other amazing people. Unfortunately, I'm actually not one of those people myself. I'm one of those people that gets kind of discouraged when I see other people who are doing great things. I'm yeah, like, me oh, too. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. hey. But then I'm like, come on, like exactly. I'm like, wow, that's so great for you. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's... you're like happy down to decide you're like discouraged. Like, come on. Exactly. And that, you know, and so I just want to uh, let the people know that are like that, you know, don't be discouraged. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, what a lot of times you see the final um result but you don't see what it took to get to that result so yeah absolutely yeah so thanks massive thank you for coming on the podcast I'm literally so happy to have you on you're amazing I'm so happy me and you were able to figure this out and make a time for this and I hope you have amazing holidays and the rest of 2023 2022 and like yeah I can't see all that you do in 2023 and we'll definitely talk soon thanks so much coming on Ariana Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kylie. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, it's been an absolute honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Talk to you soon.